ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard to a very special interview here on Human Events Daily. You know him, a man needs no introduction. We haven't checked in with him since Christmas time. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle, how's it going, man? Hey, Jack, how are you doing? It's been a while. I hope, you, I hope been, you've been doing well. It's been a while. Well. Yeah, no, it's been, last, last time we chatted was it down in Phoenix at America Fest. We did the Kyle Rittenhouse Christmas special, and we had a lot of fun, but, um, you know, I'm glad that it's, you know, I'm here on the East Coast, right? So winter was not, it wasn't the worst winter, but I'm glad that the sun is shining right now. The the birds are chirping. Just took my, just took my two-year-old out on the balance bike a little bit earlier today, you know, before he went down for his nap. So we're just living the dream, you know, man? That's awesome. So I, it's a funny story. I was actually just in Idaho. I live here in Texas and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how cold it is on the West Coast right now. And I got there and all I had was a hoodie and it was 28 oh, wow. degrees out and i was like this is freezing (laughs) well you know it's funny because i was in um so i was in austin last weekend for uh for an event with tim pool and we were down there and it was actually not that hot and it was it was raining for believe it or not because i guess they get a lot of humidity because it's right on the river and then um you know and then we we came back to uh, to DC and we were like, wait a minute, it's actually hotter right now here than it was in Texas where I was randomly, which is so weird. Yeah, that is weird. Sometimes the weather fluctuates around here. Like today, I think it's like 80 degrees or something, 70 degrees with like high chance of thunderstorms. We've been getting a little bit of rain lately, but it's been, there's been a couple cold days this winter. You need it though. You know, well, what was crazy though, and I knew I wanted to get you on was that you know, I, here I am, and we had had this event pre-scheduled down in Austin, and it turns out that where we were holding the event was just a few blocks away from where the incident with Daniel Perry and Garrett Foster took place back in 2020, which was uh, actually turned out to happen a couple of weeks before um, the events of Kenosha in 2020. And because the ruling just came out, Garrett, you know, uh, Garrett Foster was killed, and Daniel Perry is found guilty of murder in this situation. And then Gre- Governor Greg Abbott has come out and said that he's going to be issuing a pardon. And all of like the liberal newspapers in in Texas, or at least in Austin, rather, they were spreading around like this free papers they give out the weeklies. And it's 12 people declared him guilty. But Governor Greg Abbott thinks that he sees differently. Who does he think he is? I was like, well, he's the governor, you know, he's elected. Um, he does have the right to do that. But you know, I just thought that, um, you know, given given everything that you've been through and given your situation, you're obviously in a unique perspective to talk about this. And so I said, we got to get Kyle on. We got to we got to see what Kyle thinks about all this. Absolutely. So this situation is actually it's very it's very interesting because it happened exactly one month before I was forced to defend myself. It happened on July 25th of 2020. And it wasn't very publicized. I mean, I didn't know about it until a, f- a few months ago. And I did, I heard that, like, they weren't going to charge him. And then I see he got guilty. I'm like, whoa, what happened? Like, I thought the police said he wasn't going to be arrested. I thought they ruled it as self-defense because it was pretty clear cut to me when I read the facts of it. You have a man with an AK-47 starting to raise it at you. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Let somebody shoot you? Yeah, no. And, and what got me too is that, and it's, it's kind of like the flip side of your case, because I remember when we did all the legal analysis of it, I kept pointing out that 
it was so uncommon. One of the most uncommon and truly unique features of your case were was the fact that so much of it was on video. There was so much video evidence. You had the journalists who were there for like Drew Hernandez, the Daily Caller guys. Uh, turns out the FBI had an airplane secretly overhead, which, you know, we were able to uh, to get that video out, which is, you know, thank God that we got it. And we played it here in, in, the, in, the, in the room where they tried to, you know, <laughs> they tried to alter the graphics to make it look like you were doing something you weren't, but it turns out that actually the truth did prevail. Mm-hmm. And... Unfortunately, though, in this case, there wasn't that level of documentation. I think that's also part of the reason that it didn't get as much attention as your case did, because there's just so much video. So in this one, you know, there's like one photo, which funny enough, the only place I've ever been able to find that originally had this photo posted was 4chan that actually shows the gun being the AK-47, the barrel gesturing towards Daniel Perry's car. It's a very clear photo, but it is a still. It is not a video. And if it's from a video, we don't have that video because it's a different angle than the only other video that exists. And the other video that exists is very grainy. And unfortunately, you can't see uh, Foster on the video very well. You see the crowd, you see the crowd circling the car, the crowd surrounds the car, but it's from the opposite side of where Garrett Foster is standing with his AK-47. So you can't really see what happens on that video. So what do you have to go off of? Well, it's the witness statements. And guess what? Since that is an entire crowd of Antifa BLM, well, of course, they're going to say, oh, he didn't threaten him. He didn't point that gun at him. He didn't do anything wrong. This guy, this guy was the one which I just got to say it, man, that's exactly what would have happened in your case had there not been video of the entire incident. They would have said that you threatened them. They obviously Binger tried to do that in the trial. He he even went so far with this lie that he altered video evidence to make it look like you were doing what Garrett Foster did. Absolutely. And it's just unfortunate to see like you have these people who are under oath, but they still they're still lying. And I guarantee once like once uh, Daniel Perry is set free and his innocence is proven again, that there's going to be no there's going to be no justice. There's going to be no charges filed against these people who lied under oath, who perjured themselves. There's not going to be any accountability. That's such a great point, because here you are. Even though you were exonerated in court, it's not like it all goes away and you can just go back to your regular life, is it? It's suddenly now you're now you're Kyle Rittenhouse, right? And you've got to be Kyle Rittenhouse. And there's no there's no going back to just being being Kyle with with the boys, is there? No, there isn't. And you look at it like once Daniel Perry is set free, hopefully the Board of Pardons and Paroles works fast and they get that get that recommendation to governor Abbott's desk and hopefully he does the right thing. I know he already said he would, but I hope he follows through and he does sign that pardon, but he's going to face lawsuits. He's going to face ridicule. He's going to face threats and he's going to face hate. His life will never be the same. And nobody realizes that they just look, he defended himself, but I see it through what happened to me. I see, wow, he's going to deal with harassment, hate. He's not going to be able to go out into public for a very long time. His life is forever altered by Garrett Foster's decisions to point a rifle in his direction. Look, I don't know about you guys, but it takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies, is frankly depressing. 
We have to fight back, and that starts with the way that we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into far left-wing causes. We've had to take it because another option didn't exist. Well, now it does. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best service possible in your area without the woke propaganda being pushed by leftists working hard to destroy this country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. How do you go? You just go to patriotmobile.com slash so you will get free activation today with promo code POSO. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you are there. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. That's exactly right. Now, um, you mentioned lawsuits, and I, I would be remiss without asking. You know, I've seen the headlines, and, uh, and you know, you and I have chatted that it turned, that you are now being sued by Gage Grosskreutz. Um, Gage Grosskreutz, for everyone who doesn't recall, was, was, the, was the person who pointed a, I believe it was a Glock 9 millimeter, right? Um, uh, I, I believe it was a 45 caliber lock. It was, it was a 20 something. It was, it was a subcompact. So I think that's the 26. I could be wrong. I believe so. Uh, yeah. uh, I could be wrong, but it's either 25 or 26. And, and right. So he point, he, he pointed that at you. You defended yourself. He was hit in the arm. He survived. His arm was, uh, generally reconstructed. Here we are three years later and now he's suing you are you able to talk about that is that something that you can comment on yeah so it's a very it's it's very disappointing to see i mean he was under oath he admitted so this is a instance where he told the truth after being after being forced to tell the truth that he pointed a firearm in my head that i was running right. towards the line and that i was on the ground and his intent was to kill me after he admitted that under oath and he still thought it Thought to file a lawsuit. Right, so and I, I want to be clear. I'm not. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the situation. But I. I just remember this from the trial where he gets brought up by Binger, and he's supposed to be this. This. This witness who's going to finger you and say this kid was going to was going to kill me and everything. But he went up on the stand, completely collapsed under the weight of the truth and the weight of his own conscience, and actually condemned himself and his own actions. Essentially, which. And had that been under any other DA, he's essentially admitting to crime up on the stand, which is last time I checked is not usually something that you see happen in trials. No, it isn't. And he's he's launched this lawsuit against me and it's filled with a bunch of lies. It does not mention once in his lawsuit that he pointed a gun at my head. It doesn't even mention that he has a firearm. And, you know, one may think illegally that that illegal firearm. Exactly. That that may be an important detail that you may not want to leave out when you're suing somebody. You may want to have all the facts there in front of in front of them. But he left that out. So in our counter lawsuit that I filed against him, we made sure to include that he pointed a firearm in my face. Which, of course, you can go ahead and cite his own sworn testimony that he did that. And the fact, of exactly. course, that we obviously have this all on video. Exactly. We have it on video. We have us. We have the transcripts. We're ready, and he's going to have to answer to it again. When deposition comes, he's going to have to answer again why he pointed a gun in my face. And so, what what is he seeking in this? Is he seeking money? Is he seeking is you know some kind of financial restitution? What 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 exactly are the claims he's making? Well, he's suing me for conspiracy, assault, emotional distress, and a slew of other things. And he's ex he's seeking a lot of money and 
punitive damages ruled by the court, a bunch, he, he, a lot of money, whatever he thinks he's owed. I can't think of the number right now, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not a cheap sum amount. And I'm over here. I'm like, I'm 20 years old. I have no money. <laughs> and, and, and so where, um, have you set up a way for people to, uh, to be able to support you, support your legal defense, because you've got this situation. Uh, I believe there's other lawsuits, media lawsuits that you're looking at as well. Where can people go if they want to not, not just, and I want to be very clear that if you go to support Kyle for this, it's not just supporting you personally, it's supporting the right of everyone in the United States to be able to defend yourself. If you find yourselves in one of these situations in that proverbial case of being in, on a on a dark street, on a dark night and a mob of crazed lunatics is coming after you. This is what the right of self-defense and the Second Amendment is all about. Absolutely. And you can go to www.gibsongo.com forward slash Kyle Rittenhouse and help support me and help me fight this lawsuit. It's it's in my opinion. And if if I lose this lawsuit, it sets precedent. It shows, look, you get acquitted, you defend yourself, you do everything right. But we're going to still take everything from you. We're going to take everything you worked hard for. We're going to throw you through the ringer. We're going to jack up attorney fees and you're going to be reliable for that. And you're going to have to pay for protect for, for saving your own life. You're going to have to pay a bunch of money for staying alive. That's what it shows. Well, and this is what they've done in case after case after case, because you're, you are a huge problem for them, right? You're a huge problem, not just for uh, Gage Crowscroats, but for these these Soros prosecutors and these liberal, woke, radical DAs that we see all across the country, because you showed in a very high profile way that the right of self-defense actually is immutable in the United States and that when proven and when put before a jury and the jury actually gets the facts and can see the facts for themselves, then they're going to rule the right way because I've always said this and I say this to my to my you know right to life friends because sometimes I'll just put it this way you know sometimes you, you see you see some people that are very interested in the second amendment and then you see other people that are interested in right to life and there's not you know sometimes they don't always overlap right sometimes there's it's just one or the other and and then that's okay I mean I get it some people are, are single interest and that's fine but I do also point out that the so here's what I try to say to bridge that I say the right to self defense is the positive expression of the right to life. If you don't have the right to defend yourself, then what is the point of the right to life? What is exactly. the point? There is. So you have, if you cannot express that right, and actually, um, you know, we talk about exercising your right to First Amendment, you're exercising your right to uh, keep bare arms under the Second Amendment. Well, expressing your right to self-defense actually is the expression of the right to life. I don't know, that might be a little philosophical, but that's kind of the way I look at it. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. The right to exercise self-defense and protect your own life if the need ever comes down to it is your right to life. Everybody deserves to live. And what a lot of these um, leftists are doing is saying, hey, well, we're going to take away your Second Amendment rights so you can no longer protect yourself and do all these things and essentially leaving us to be victims because it's not going to stop a bad guy or a criminal from getting firearms. It's just going to stop somebody from protecting themselves. 
Well, and so that's what that's what they're doing. So they're moving it because they know that they can never get these gun confiscation bills passed. It's just not going to happen. It's just for a, for a million reasons. Logistically, you couldn't do it. Um, it's not popular. People know that it's completely against the Second Amendment. There's still enough judges on the courts that would throw it out anytime it's passed. So what do they do? They go to the they they always move and you got to give them credit. You got I give credit to the left for this because they're always thinking about the next step. They're always thinking about moving the chains and going on to the next thing. So they say, all right, well, if we can't get rid of guns then we'll make it illegal for you to use guns. And that's exactly what they're doing here. They don't care if you're going hunting. They don't care if you're going to the gun range. Like that's President Obama. You talk about all the time, hunting, gun range, whatever. Okay. They don't, that's not what we're talking about, right? It's, it's sure, you know, those things are great. Those are awesome. And you should be going to the range or using iTarget or using different, you know, different systems to maintain your skills. But at the same time, it, it, it all comes down to those moments where, you are in a, a flight or fight situation and sometimes you're not given a choice. And if you do so use your second amendment right to defend yourself, they're now chipping away at that because they want to get, I, it's, it's very hard for me to understand directly what the overall plan is on that, but it seems as though they're just trying to destabilize society so bad that the criminals will be given free reign like Gros, Gage Grosskreutz, who last time I checked has not actually been charged with, with attempting to kill you. Um, exactly. I, I, I'm sorry, but it's, 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 it's so crazy that I even have to say that, that we have them on video attempting to kill you and no charges whatsoever. Folks, as the parallel economy continues to grow, we've seen tons of conservative coffee companies come and go. I held off until I found one that I really liked. And that's what I'm happy to tell you. I really am happy to tell you about Blackout coffee. Have you tried blackout coffee yet? You need to because it is not enough that the coffee tastes great. You want to be proud knowing that this company aligns with our conservative values. And that's why I'm telling you, give them a try. I like blackout coffee. I love blackout coffee. I drink this stuff like crazy. We can't even keep it in the house. I personally recommend Blackout Coffee. This company is 100% committed to conservative values from sourcing the beans to the roasting process, consumer support, shipping. They've got a great work ethic, no compromise for taste or quality. What's the website? Blackoutcoffee.com slash POSO and use promo code POSO for 20% off your first order. Stop giving your money to woke companies that hate you. Stay true to our values. And I got to say, just as a quick story, I was drinking some Blackout uh, the other day and I'd finished it. And then my, my older son, Jack, Jack comes up to me. And he says, he says, daddy, when I'm big, I'm going to have a car. I said, okay, that's great. You have a car. He said, I'm going to drive to Best Buy and play games. And he likes to play video games. We go there. I said, okay, great, great. He said, and then I'm going to drink coffee just like daddy. So there you go. Blackout coffee already radicalizing the youth. We've seen in studies, recent studies actually that have come out saying that even in conservative states, the legislators in those states aren't always that okay they're tip they're some in some cases actually more likely to have a liberal voting agenda even though they're in these super red super conservative states because one of the issues i guess is that there's not much competition and then so you get people in office and they just say the right thing and then they realize like uh, uh, bill lee right the governor bill lee of tennessee after this horrific shooting that just took place in down in Nashville at this Christian school, he's now pushing red flag laws. And he's now saying that we need stronger red flag laws. And he's saying, oh, I think we've 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 gone too far on this situation and we need to, 
you know, we need to really rein these things in. And that's why I'm supporting this. And he's got like a super majority of conservatives right now. There's no political need for him to do that whatsoever. Um, I think we saw in that situation that it was a case where the person was mentally ill and still was and, and was receiving mental treatment and still was able to purchase guns. So what tells me what that tells me is that isn't an issue with law abiding people. That's an issue with crazy people. Exactly. And I mean, you look at it like we don't know what chemicals that person was on. I believe it was uh, a male that identified as a female or vice versa. And we don't know what chemicals were in their body. It was, it was a female going male. <laughs> that actually took me a second. I, I'm like, I can't even remember which one this was. That was a female going male, right? Audrey Hale. Exactly. And she, she like has all these chemicals that may be produced in her body. We don't know what that's doing to our children and we're giving it to them. We're giving it to our children. Or, I mean, and I'm not going to like put you on the spot here, but I think we should have a conversation and I'm going to say something a little spicy right now, but we should have a conversation about, okay, we know that if someone's on certain types of medication that you get it, you get it a little on the box and it says, you know, do not operate heavy equipment. Don't drive. Like if you don't drink, if you drink Benadryl, you're not supposed to drive. Right. Yeah. Um, if you've got like, um, my, my other son gotten some poison Ivy the other day. So we, you know, he gave him the Benadryl. Um, he don't drive anyway. Cause he's four, but, um, and, uh, well, you know, you know my kid. and, and so that being said, should we as a country then decide, are there certain drugs that would ne- that could necessarily denote you like, I don't know, gender transition drugs that would maybe be an issue for you purchasing firearms. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's the right answer, but I do think it's very interesting that Governor Bill Lee doesn't mention that and didn't even mention that once in his press conference the way you just did. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I'm for everybody has the right to the Second Amendment, but I'm saying if there's things that are causing it, like, why are we looking at it as a gun? The gun is the problem when there's other contributing factors. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. So those are the two factors that are in contention is that I do believe in the Second Amendment and the Second Amendment is shall not be infringed, et cetera, et cetera. However, comma, we know that people on, and not just transgender medications, but a lot of these antipsychotics, et cetera, et cetera, pharmaceuticals that people take are, uh, you, you look at the mass shooting statistics of, of people who commit mass shootings that were on heavy pharmaceuticals, and it's, it's very high. There's a very high correlation. As a matter of fact, Joseph Rosenbaum, who was the lead attacker that night in Kenosha, who chased you through that parking lot, had just been let out of a psychiatric ward that day. And so what gets me is the fact that when they talk about these types of, 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 you know, red flag laws and confiscations, et cetera, et cetera, that's completely left out of the conversation whatsoever. And there's no, it's, it's just, this applies to everyone. This, because by the way, if you go, okay. So every state in the country has something called 5150, what's called 5150 in New York. It's called 302 in Pennsylvania. It's called various things in other states. It's involuntary commitment. So if you get involuntary committed, that means somebody makes a report to you, it goes to medical or it goes to police and and says, I think this person is having a psychiatric episode. They need to go to a psychiatric hospital. Then guess what? Your guns do get taken away. We already have that on the books in almost every state. So why don't you just go and look at that law and then maybe see if you can find a way to modify it if you're in one of these situations? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I agree with that in a sense. It's a funny story. I was talking to a buddy and yeah. apparently there's like, they're starting to cut back on psych wards. There's like, they're hard to come by. Finding, oh, hundred like, percent. For, for like, years. They've been doing it for years. And I, I had no idea about this. I was like completely blind and taken by shock. Did you see the, um, the, uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie? Do you remember that? No. Oh, you never saw it? Oh, mm -hmm. it's good. It's really good. It's really good. Um, there is a scene, believe it or not, where, so I guess it's before he becomes like the Joker, um, where he's going to visit someone at one of the metal, it's his mother. He's going to visit her and she's in a mental facility and he's talking to like the secretary at the front desk. And he actually says, you know, so, so how do you, how do you get into one of these places? How do you, how do you get because like in the back of his head, he's thinking because the whole movie is like about how he becomes the Joker. Right. So that scene, I always thought it was interesting because and she did. She had no idea. She had just like no clue. Like, it's really hard to get in. It's it's like you have to like do some all this stuff and you have to be on these records and reports. And it's all through the bureaucracy of it. Whereas, you know, he's basically saying and I appreciate that they do that scene. He's basically saying, I feel like if I'm not in a place like this, that something bad's going to happen and I might hurt people. Oh, wow. And it's just unfortunate seeing these taken down. And, you know, I look at this and I look at all these studies of people who end up taking their own life because they're released like same day from a mental hospital. And it's, there's like there'll be there'll be I've read a story the other day. They're like these mental hospitals are full. We can't take you. Sorry, and they just turn down people who actually need help. And hundred percent, man. Um, we'll have to we'll have to have you on another time. I know you I know you got to run, but um, we're we're just about out of time. But I'd I'd love to get you on for another time and chat about that. Kyle Rittenhouse, remind us again what is the website? You can go to www.gibsango.com forward slash Kyle Rittenhouse to help me and help help me fight this lawsuit to make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else and to set a standard that it's not okay to 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 try to kill somebody and then sue them after after they were acquitted. Amen. God bless you. Kyle Rittenhouse, a patriot, a fighter, and a survivor. Thank you so much for being on us on today. Thank you, Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief.